Passport to Citizenship, a Range Developments podcast. Welcome to this exciting podcast series which will explore the concept of citizenship by investment and what it actually is and enables. We will be interviewing the leading names in the world of citizenship by investment, luxury travel, real estate and politics and hearing about their story and journey in life as well as their views on citizenship by investment. But who are we? Range Developments is the largest and most successful hospitality developer in the Eastern Caribbean engaged in the citizenship by investment sphere. Our objective is to provide investors with access to exceptional real estate developments under citizenship by investment programs of the countries that we operate in. Enjoy and remember to rate, review and subscribe. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of our podcast. Today's guest is a fascinating man. You could probably hear it in my voice uh, how excited I am to chat with him. He is based on the island of Grenada, which, as many of you will know, is the home for our upcoming resort the Six Senses Lassa guess. And he really has been instrumental in the growth of citizenship by investment on the island of Grenada. And he doesn't just focus on this area. He's also focused on agriculture and other forms of inward investment to the island. And he's hugely passionate about the island. So I really, really hope that you enjoy listening to this episode. So I'm very, very pleased to welcome the Honourable Peter David. Peter, I'm very, very pleased to welcome you to the podcast today. How are you? I am just fine and good to be with you today and uh, look forward to having a lovely discussion this morning. Fab. Well, look, first things first, tell me a little bit about your personal background and obviously your professional background and your journey to becoming uh, the Honourable Peter David Minister of Foreign Affairs and Labour for Grenada. Yes, I am. Um, well, I have been around for a while. I've been in politics for over 45 years. I've been a uh, I'm an attorney by training. I was trained in London. I'm a member of uh, Gray's Inn, uh, attended Essex University and LSE, and uh, studied in Canada undergraduate. So I lived in Canada for five years, practiced law in New York for 10 years. So I've, I've been around for a while. And um, so lived outside for a while, returned to Canada in about 2000, and uh, got, into, got back into politics where I was before. And uh, since then, I've been a... Uh, Minister of Tourism, been Minister of Foreign Affairs, Minister of uh, 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 Labour, uh, Minister of Lands. I am now actually recently been made Minister for Agriculture, Lands, Forestry, and I became Minister of Agriculture uh, after COVID because COVID exposed uh, some of the weaknesses in our food security in Grenada. So I've been placed in the Ministry of Agriculture to try to revive the agricultural sector that was declining for a while because we see agriculture and tourism as the two main pillars, one supporting the other. And so now, um, after having been foreign minister for many, many years, I've decided to take a stint in, in agriculture and uh, to try to get try to get that industry back up and running. And of course, in collaboration with tourism, where we have people like Range and other new hotels coming on. So we needed to boost the agricultural industry to have to have six senses and the other hotels fed by local food. So that is where I am. That was my journey. Um, uh, 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 in a good place now, and I look forward to working with persons like Range and other developers to, to develop Grenada. 
Well, congratulations. I mean, wow, you've definitely got a, a very, very good CV in terms of everything that you have uh, worked in or obviously specialised in as an attorney. Just picking up on the COVID point, um, because obviously, you know, everything at the moment has been shaken by COVID. Can you just tell me a little bit more about the island of Grenada and sort of how it was impacted by COVID and, and wh where you're at now in terms of what you now need to build on or focus on? Yes, um, Grenada is a, is a small island. It's 120 square miles, uh, just over 110,000 people, an old uh, a British colony. It was colonised by the British, but some uh, at some point we were also colonised by the French, but went back to the British. You know how the colonial period was, and uh, ultimately we... We, we, we became independent uh, a territory uh, of Britain, but we kept uh, the connection with the British uh, through the Commonwealth. We're members of the Commonwealth. We have the Privy Council in London is our highest court. We have a, a, a judicial system based on the common law. As I indicated to you earlier, I did my training in London, and it's the exact uh, position we have in Grenada. Grenada is uh, an agricultural, it used to be mostly an agricultural uh, country. We, we pivoted a bit to tourism in the 1970s, uh, but now we're trying to rebalance to have agriculture and tourism uh, use their synergies uh, uh, together to build the country. Grenada is a very, very peaceful place. We have one of the lowest rates of crime in, in, in this part of the world. Uh, we have a very good education system, St. George's University, one of the best uh, university medical schools in, 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 in this hemisphere, uh, training over 1% of U.S. medical doctors. So it's a, uh, uh, all in all, Grenada, I can describe it to you, but certainly uh, to, to really understand Grenada, you have to come to Grenada. I think the biggest thing that people speak of with Grenada is the people. Uh, we have we have uh, some of the, the the nicest people in the world, and the economy is doing quite well. Um, we've experienced growth in the last few years. The economy is very stable. Um, we do we have a very stable political system. We have transitions from one government to the other quite smoothly, as as you have in Britain. So it's a it's a kind of society that uh, that you'll want to grow your children in, and certainly you will want to be in uh, 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 most of your lives. So um, it's it's a kind of place. So as I said to you. You can only describe it after you see it. I totally agree. I've been and I've always wanted to come back since, actually. It's just, it's untouched. Even though, obviously, it has got, you know, the tourism industry, it still feels untouched, which a lot of other islands don't. Uh, yes, our tourism is a, a high-end tourism. It's not the mass tourism. We don't have the space. You know, we only have 120 square miles. So we try to keep our tourism quite pristine, our beaches, some of the best in the world, we try to keep them unique. That is why the, the kinds of hotels that we try to attract are the hotels that, that do not destroy our environment. Because for us, we already are very much involved in, in, in the preservation of the environment, climate resilience, all of those things. And uh, we've, we've tried to keep our tourism small, not the mass tourism of places like Cancun. We don't have the place, uh, the space for that. So that is why we have lovely boutique hotels in, in pristine little bays and beaches. It's, it's a lovely place. And you can go straight from the, 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 uh, the beach. Uh, in 15 minutes, you can get to the rainforest where we have our lake and, 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 and so on. So it's, 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 it's a place that uh, tourists like, but certainly I like living. As I said to you, I lived 20 years abroad, but there's no other place that I would live but Grenada. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I, I can see 
probably one reason why you're not coming back to London. That's probably the weather as well, which I imagine is uh, wonderful. Lovely. Yeah, yes, wonderful. So I, I, I wouldn't say I won't come back to London. I do enjoy London. I enjoy going to the restaurants in London. I enjoy going well, to the Well, they're all shut at the minute. <laughs> but I come, I, come, I come for two weeks. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's enough. That's enough. Well, there's nothing to do at the moment. I can assure you it's all locked down and it's rather boring. So, yes, well, look, yes, let, yes, let, yes, just yes. going back to, to you for a second, because clearly you are an extremely uh, capable a knowledgeable individual and your sort of back history in terms of all the roles that you've assumed speaks volumes what does what does a typical day look like for you and 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 what do you really enjoy because I guess it's also been challenging with Covid but what's your role look like for the large part I guess of the last year well Covid Covid has impacted us um Covid uh, we were quite fortunate. When COVID hit, we took immediate action, very strong action, to to forestall any any coming in of the of the of the of the uh, virus. We uh, shut down our airports. We shut down our ports. So we were able to keep uh, most of our uh, 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 as 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 many of the islands did. We were able to keep our country relatively free. We only had 153 cases, I think, in all. And we only have three active cases, and all of these cases are imported. We've 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 op- reopened our airport, uh, which allows flights coming. Of course, now they don't come because there's no flights out of London, no flights out of Toronto. But there was a period when flights were coming. We do have flights still still coming from New York and Miami. We have JetBlue, we have American Airlines, and all of the cases that we had uh, were brought into the country. But the good thing is that we are capturing them at the airport. And we're isolating them, curing them, and getting out. In, in fact, for the last month, we had zero cases, zero active cases. So we, we got three, I think, uh, a couple of days ago, there were three coming in from the United States. But typically, uh, we, we are opened up for the most part. We have a curfew from midnight to, to four in the morning, uh, just to ensure that people are not socializing too much at night. The vaccination process has begun. I myself got my vaccination a couple of days ago. So we are, we are in a good place, and we are trying to keep Keep it that way because our because of the small nature of our society, we don't want our health system. While we have a, a fairly good health system, we don't want it overwhelmed uh, by by COVID cases. But for me, as Minister of Agriculture, now I am out in the field trying to 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 to, to get the farmers to increase production to do some agro-industries, but I'm also very much engaged with the international community. As Minister for Foreign Affairs, I had, over the last 20 years, I had established many contacts, and we're trying to use those contacts to build and to seek investments in the agricultural sector for agro-processing, to added value, uh, for added value mechanisms. So, typically, I mean, I, I get up, most people in Grenada get up at 5.30 in the morning, go to the beach, and uh, then get into work by 8 o'clock in the morning, where, you know, it's not very far, we don't have to travel on the train, we travel, we drive to work, or some people take the bus. And um, we, 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 we get back in our homes in the evening by 7 o'clock, and by 12 o'clock, there's a curfew. But typically, life has, has returned to, to near normal, except that we are very strict on the protocols. The mask wearing, the social distancing, the weddings, the funeral, they're all funerals, they're all monitored to ensure social distancing. So life has, has returned pretty much to, to, to normal, except for international travel. And that is where I am a bit uh, locked down. I can't travel as much as I would like to, but uh, I, certainly we will have that resuming sometime by the summer uh, uh, when most people will be vaccinated. And I, I hope 
countries like the United States, Canada, uh, 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 Great Britain, which are main source markets for tourism and for revenue for the country. Tourism being a, a very important revenue earner would return to normal. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly what we're being told. I, I feel like, Peter, you need to uh, come and join the UK government in terms of how you've handled <laughs> COVID, because I think Boris could learn a few things from you, actually. It's, it's you know, yes. it's, it's fabulous what you've been able to yes. do. And, and, you know, this sort yeah. of no-nonsense approach to it, which, you know, look, yeah. islanders will moan, but it's for the greater yeah. good, you know. And yes, it's, yes, it's, yes. You, we have a, you know, the good thing is we have a pretty relaxed people. We have a pretty relaxed atmosphere, but on issues of healthcare, national development, when we get serious, we get serious. When we're having mm-hmm. fun, we have fun. Yeah, no, and I think that's the right that's the right tone to to take. To be yeah. honest, and you're right with the vaccination. I think we're in such a different place, and and certainly in the UK, it's being yeah. billed from it's mid May, um, and you know, obviously we we are doing quite well. So fingers crossed for for everything. And and you yes. know, your your yes. daily role sounds fascinating. Very interesting that you switched over to yeah. uh, agriculture as well um, in terms of where you're sat. And I guess my next question was then going to be about citizenship by investment and yeah, obviously yeah, your role yeah. uh, in that space. Um, what? Why is it such a great investment opportunity, investing in CBI in Grenada? Uh, two reasons. One is becoming a citizen of Grenada has uh, tremendous uh, benefits. You know, the, the education, as I indicated to you, the education system is good. You know, 1% of US doctors are trained at St. George's University, which is in the south of the island, close to the tourism belt. 1% of US doctors are trained there. We have 78,000 doctors at any one time being trained uh, here at the university. And uh, we have, we have, so we have a good education system. You, you, you have uh, several benefits from, from, from the, 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 the uh, citizenship, including the E2, which access to the US. We are very close to the US. You fly three, four hours, three and a half hours to Miami, four hours to New York. We have access to Canada, access to Great Britain. We have daily flights out of all of these, uh, most of these destinations. Two a week out of three a week out of Britain, daily out of the United States, weekly out of Canada. So, uh, the, the benefit of being a citizen can include residence in Grenada, although it is not a requirement. So, I'm just starting from that point that becoming a citizen of Grenada gives you access to this. In addition to that, um, the investments involved. You have the two. You have Section Ten where you can simply get uh, Grenadian citizenship by what you call the donation, which gives you access, as I said, to E2. It gives you access to the university education. It gives you access to to a travel document that is well-respected throughout the world. One of the things we do not compromise on with our CBI is due diligence for two reasons. One, it protects the integrity of the, the system, protects the integrity of our citizenship, of our passport. But in addition to that, it protects the hold of the passport. When somebody with a Grenada passport goes to an immigration officer anywhere in the world, the United States, in Great Britain, in Canada, and they flash a Grenadian passport, the person receiving the, the customs officer, the immigration officer, knows that is a citizenship that is that has done its due diligence on whoever has, has, has given them that citizenship. So it gives the person 
holding the passport a comfort that they are citizens of a country that is respected in all of these countries. Um, our relationship of foreign, foreign affairs, as Minister of Foreign Affairs, we, we conducted a diplomacy that was, uh, <laughs> I used to like to say, close to Switzerland. You know, we're not, we're not we're enemies of none, friends of all. <laughs> and and uh, we, we try, as a small island developing state, we try as much as possible to seek our development interest rather than, than, than making enemies. So again, um, well, well, well respected in all of these countries, being a Grenadian citizen. On the Section 11 side, which is the, the, the investment uh, uh, option, we have great projects in Grenada. We, and we do, do, do very good due diligence on these projects. We try as much as is humanly possible to ensure that any investor that comes into Grenada they are checked to make sure they have a, a good track record, both in terms of, of, of their own history, but also in terms of their investment history. So we try to ensure that, that, that any investor who comes in, we can say, listen, what have you done? Have you succeeded? And of course, uh, those that we accept would be those who have succeeded, those who have a track record. That is why we have some of the, the best hotels being built at this time in Grenada, because on, using the CBI program, you see CBI is a critical part of our foreign direct investment into Grenada. We rely as a small island development state to a large extent on foreign direct investment. You know that countries like the US, Britain, Canada, they have pulled back a lot on foreign in the direct investment over the last couple of decades. Therefore, small island developing states had to find new sources. And the CBI program is an excellent new source because one, we, we get good citizens to ensure that the citizens we get are good citizens. But two, we ensure that those citizens are investing uh, in our development. And, and so, so, so we treat them with, with a high level of respect. We, we understand the importance of the CBI citizens. In fact, we are seeking to, to find more opportunities, not for investment on the Section 11, but also for other investments. And as Minister of Agriculture, I'll be inviting persons in the CBI program to invest in the agricultural sector. The tourism sector has been the, 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 the premier area of investment for CBI, but I would like to introduce them to other areas, to, in, in technology, in, 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 uh, in, in, in agriculture, other areas we are currently looking at to have the CBI program invest. And so CBI, I know I can go on for days about CBI and Grenada. <laughs> I do believe, I do believe that somebody choosing Grenada is choosing what I like to call the Ferrari of the Grenada, of the, of the citizenship uh, programs. We have the Ferrari of the programs in that we have good quality. And when you get it, you know you with a Ferrari, you know you don't have to go back to the same station for a while. <laughs> It's going to be going. So for us, when you flash a Ferrari, you're up there. That is how I see the Grenada Passport as a Ferrari of the uh, of the CBI Pass programs. Really, I love that analogy. And do you know what? I, I agree because I, what I'm really hearing from you actually is, you know, the, the, the words that stood out to me is due diligence and respect. You could, uh, on, a, on a Caribbean island, sort of go mad and go, right, we'll, we'll take investment from wherever it comes from. We just need the investment. But you're not. You're so thorough and you're so focused on, actually, is this going to work out? Is this the right thing? And are people going to deliver? Because this isn't just about, you know, investors looking for CBI. It's about the islanders, uh, you know, realising that when you say things are going to happen, they're going to happen. 
happen, but equally that the island that they've come to, to, to love and adore is still going to be the same, but if not enhanced. So I'm, I'm, I totally agree with the Ferrari analogy. And what's brilliant as well and makes total sense to me is if you've invested in CBI, you want Grenada to flourish. You want it to be the best it can be. So then introducing those investors to other uh, opportunities in tech or agriculture is just makes absolute sense. And I think it's a very, very smart way uh, of you running things uh, across the island. And I think the I mean, island we, 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 we have looked around and the, the Caribbean mm. is little. You look at some islands, I won't, I won't name any, but some mm. islands are little bit projects that were started and stopped. Yeah. Projects that, you know, you have carcasses of, of projects sitting all over the region. So we looked at that experience and decided we are not going to go down that road. We are going to choose for Grenada persons yes. who we, we have uh, uh, a, a nearly a 100% guarantee mm. that we will we will have a project. And as you correctly stated, because it's a partnership. The new investors coming in and we in Grenada, it's a partnership for the develop, develop, development of the country. And that is why we choose this route. No, it is. And speaking of which, speaking of a project and, and individuals, developers who do indeed deliver, what's your view on what Range Developments is planning to achieve with the Sixth Senses Resort on the island of Grenada? Well, Range has been become for us an absolutely reliable development partner. And, and Range is an, is an example of what, what we're speaking of because when we spoke with Range, in fact, I remember having having uh, intense conversations with, with my friend Mohammed Asaria, and, and uh, he, he, he expressed an interest in Grenada, and, and certainly we, we welcomed that interest. And then when we got when I got back home, we met we met I think it was in Geneva, and when I got back home, we decided to do a due diligence, and our due diligence led us to conclude that Range will be a reliable partner because we looked at the other islands, we looked at Dominica, we looked at Saint Kitts. And, and in those islands, not only did the range deliver on their promises to those islands of good hotels, but two hotels, one in Dominica, one in St. Kitts, that will uh, have won awards for being best new hotels in the region. So, so range, first of all, is a prime example of how we approach this. We, 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 we did our due diligence and came to the conclusion that range will be an absolutely reliable uh, development partner. And true to form, that has been the outcome of, of your engagement with Range because Range has started the project. In fact, I don't think we've had the experience of a project started as quickly as it has. Range has started their project and they are now uh, in, in, in the process of, of, of construction. And they didn't wait for everything to, to, to be perfect. They started because knowing there's a partnership. I think Range came to, to, to trust us and we came to trust them that we're going to get this project going. So I, I, I have absolute confidence that the success Hotel. And again, Six Senses fits into the brand that we spoke about, a project that is, is, not, is, is not going to overwhelm uh, our country, a project that is going to fit in nicely with our, our view of, of where our tourism is going, uh, is going to fit in with the agricultural sector. They are also looking at some agricultural projects and, um, and they've started work and they're providing jobs, which is another mm. uh, a good thing for this. They're providing jobs, the jobs now, and then the jobs that will come after. And um, I must say that that I, I, I have uh, the government is absolutely confident that, that that is going to prove to be one of our better decisions. And um, I look forward to the successes opening. In fact, I, I, I hope I am around to cut a ribbon, if not the main ribbon, at least a ribbon. <laughs> 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 no, for that project. Would. But but 
But in all seriousness, that, that project, Six Senses, and the good thing about it, too, where it's located, is in an area, uh, one of the more pristine areas of the country. So, so no, the, the range development, and I do hope, and I, I hope uh, that, that this comes to fruition, that that is the first of other projects, because we also engage with them to speak of other projects. But certainly, the Six Senses project, the first of the projects, has proven to be a uh, a, a success, and uh, we anticipate that that will will lead us to other projects in partnership with with range developers. Wonderful, and and what's really exciting, actually, I was working uh, obviously with them last year, and it was sort of saying, "Well, twenty twenty two, but now we're actually in a position where we can say next year we're opening next year, which is <laughs> exactly. really exciting. Exactly. It feels so much closer, doesn't it? Even though we're at the start of twenty twenty one, and and you know, Six Senses is a brand which I've uh, looked at, studied, uh, you know, everything down to their values and their principles, particularly around the environment and what they do and how exactly. they operate. It's, ju- it's just such a, a really good sort of trio partnership, if you like, between you guys, Range and obviously Six Senses. I think it will work really well and I think it will be uh, a flagship for Six Senses, actually. You mentioned the environment. In fact, one of the things that Range has done is committed, for example, they cut down one through tree, they're going to replace it with others in a construction mm. process. And they've employed some of the best uh, uh, persons to do the environmental impact study. They're working with the community. They're working with the, with the guys in the environment. They're trying to ensure that the environment is not only put back in the position it wasn't before construction started, but it's going to be a, in a better position. And they are also looking at things like developing uh, aquaponics and other agricultural, new agricultural technologies, working with the farmers in the village. I know the farmers around where the hotel is being built they're quite excited because you just promised to partner with them so that they deliver the produce fresh produce to the hotels that they, the persons who come to the hotels can go to the farm so it's, a, it's not just a hotel for us it's a whole development project that's been done I, I, I really want to applaud them for for the partnership that has been involved in it every step of the way we, we have discussions on, on moving forward Delighted to hear that, and I'm very excited for it. Now, listen, on a final note, uh, ask everybody this uh, question, which is a sort of a bit of a, a wisdom-led question. Is there something that uh, you ha- wish you'd have known 10 years ago that you now know about the world, about work? Is there anything that you could put your finger on? Well, you know, <laughs> COVID has brought all of us to a point where we we, we, we we have to give deep thought to that. I think for me, now I sit as Minister of Agriculture, so my entire day is thinking about the agricultural sector. And, and, and maybe many years ago, I wish when I first came into government that we had recognised the importance of agriculture. I also wish maybe we had important, uh, understood the importance of the synergies between agriculture mm. and tourism. Mm. Because agriculture and tourism, you know, there's this, this debate in small island states like ours, there's some conflict between using agriculture and tourism. What we found is that when persons visit our country, they love to go to the agricultural sector, the fact that they want to eat local food. So, mm. so, so for me, it is that newfound awareness about the, the, the integration of agriculture tourism, the fact that uh, our, our society needs to, 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 to embrace that and to work to develop our country in a way that impacts well on our citizens in that regard. And with respect to the development of of tourism and and CBI, 
I think that I've learned a lot about CBI. You know, when I first heard about CBI, I, like many other people, were a bit uh, uncertain about what it was. I've now come to know that CBI is a project, and, and certainly acquisition of citizenships in countries like Grenada is something that is of tremendous value to us and to the persons who hold it. So I, I am there now, and as an old politician, we embrace, <laughs> and the government embraces CBI, and certainly... I would invite everyone to come to Grenada, not just become a citizen. I know many people get the CBI, uh, get a, a passport for ease of travel. I myself, I'm a citizen of Canada. I'm a citizen of Grenada. I'm a citizen of uh, a resident of the United States. So I do travel easily around, uh, but not only for, use Grenada for that, the, the Grenada documents for that, but come to Grenada, be part of Grenada, be part of its development. And even if you live in Dubai or you live in India or you live in Africa, Certainly, you can become an integrated part of our development process through something we have called a diaspora initiative. It's an initiative where no matter where you live, we invite you to be part of our development through that process. But that is something we have to spend another hour talking about on another occasion. <laughs> I wish everybody was as passionate as what you are, Peter, about the island because it's wonderful. It's been wonderful speaking to you, and you, uh, yeah, it's 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 just wonderful that the fact that you know you're, you're not just saying right CBI. Let's just focus on that. You're now no. looking at the links out and in. It's it's great. It's been an absolute pleasure. So so thank you so much. I, I, as I said to everyone, I've lived in the U.S. for 10 years, Canada for five years, Britain for five years, and I love all of them. But there's only one place I would live, this little island of 110, oh. 20 square miles. It's a lovely place. Please it come. Is. I will. I will. I'll be there. We'll be we'll be having a drink at the Six Senses at some point in the future. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, listen, Peter, it's been wonderful speaking to you. Thank you so much for your time today. And I think our listeners will really enjoy uh, listening to, to this chat that we've had. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks listen, to everybody. You're very welcome. And listeners, please remember to rate, review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Thank you.